presents Shark Bites with Billy Muir. Another Shark Bites exclusive interview. Right now on Shark Fights on 94.3, the Shark is six-time Muay Thai world champion and K-1 World Grand Prix Finals tournament participant and current World Series of Fighting president, Mr. Ray Seffo. Ray, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Um, I'm good. Busy. Um, obviously, it's fight week. Uh, I'm here in Seattle, ever Seattle, for uh, WSOS 32 this week, uh, this coming Saturday. So fight week is always, uh, I mean, uh, we're always busy, but it, we're even more busier by week. And uh, but I, I wouldn't have it any other ways. But other than that, I'm good. Thanks. It's it, that's and that's great to hear. And I I can't believe that you're up to World Series of Fighting 32. It's amazing. <laughs> It, it, right, it's crazy, Ray. I mean, when you think about it, I remember when the organization kicked back in two, uh, kicked off back in 2012. How, right. What are your thoughts on how the organization has been doing the progression since its inception back then? I think um, you know we're in a, a way better and healthier place uh, today uh, than when we started. So, I, I, and I guess it's. Um, it's just like any any startup company, if you will. Uh, you know, you do the best you can and you, to, to make it happen and make it work. And then, um, you know, you just got to continue to work and see where it, uh, it, it ends up. And so, uh, for us, it's um, we couldn't be in you know couldn't be any happier uh, where it's going, the direction it's going, and. Um, and the partners that we have, so we're very, you know, very blessed and very happy to be in the decision that we're at, um, and also be in a sport that's uh, worth four billion dollars. <laughs> you know, that was the <laughs> that was a question I was going to ask you. What are your thoughts on the sale of the UFC, and what are your what do you think the direction it's going to go in at this point? Well, first, well, first of all, my thoughts on the sale is uh, it's absolutely history in, in the making and all credits to the UFC, uh, to everybody that's made it possible, of course. And it solidified MMA, our sport, uh, and it's, it's, it's now in equal footing to the NFL, NBA, rugby, soccer, you know, tennis, you name it. Uh, it's, it's an elite sport now. I mean, it was already an elite sport, but it's, it's, it's there now. Because that four billion sale uh, solidified who, who or what MMA is to the world now. I I agree a hundred thousand percent. Um, I was actually surprised to hear that they sold, but in a lot of ways not surprised because I think it is going in that direction, like you just said, in the NFL direction. And I think eventually we will see this. You know, we knew this was going to happen the past couple of years, but now we're going to see it more mainstream. Um, we're going to see it on television more and more and more, which is good news for you as well. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's what I was saying. You know, uh, I couldn't be any more uh, honored and and, uh, and happy that, I, you know, I'm part of this industry, but also very proud to be part of this industry, Um because of what the UFC have done and how how they've built this you know this industry, um, and every you know every other MMA league out there that's continuing to grow talent and to help this industry and MMA grow to where it is today. 
You know, we talk about the UFC. They're the you know the big dog. You know, they they are right. the NFL of mixed martial arts. Um, how do you feel your relationship with World Series of Fighting? What is your relation to that? Do like where do you think that you fit in in World Series of Fighting in relation to the UFC? Well, I mean, you know, um, one of the questions, and probably to answer your question, is just throw another question in the mix. One of the questions that was asked back in the day before we even, uh, or uh, leading up to our, our first, you know, WSOF1, uh, was, is there, an, why do you feel that there's a need for another MMA league? Um, and, I, and my answer to that was, all you had to do was look at the, the, the talent that we had on the card and the talent that we signed. Uh, it speaks for itself. So, uh, in relation to that and to where uh, MMA and the UFC is at today, um, we are definitely one of the top uh, in the business. Uh, we are definitely uh, de- doing the best we can to, uh, you know, to be as big or as good as the UFC. Uh, again, you know, uh, I said this in the beginning as well, is that when um, I started martial arts, um, you always pay respect to those who came before you. And so the UFC has built this industry into a multi-billion dollar industry, um, but it's also built some of the you know greatest talents in the, in, in the world. And I feel we have some of the greatest talents in the world as well. So um, we're right there in the mix. Oh, I would agree 100% because the way that I look at it is there always has to be an organization that feed off of each other. It's already accepted right. the UFC is what it is. But it's a great thing. I think it's always good to have a, a strong organization like yourself around, and of course naturally like Bellator, where a fighter right. either on his way up but also on his way down has a place to go. And they have it because, right. you know, what are your thoughts on that when you have a fighter that's got to that status you know, where you know they're getting to that status where they're going to go to the next level. Is there always that fear they're going to leave? What is your relationship with within the organization and your thoughts on something like that? Well, you know, I, I 100% agree. Uh, but at the same time, it's like I hate to lose people like Marlon Moraes or Justin Gagey or um, Lagoy Ivanov, you know, our champions, um, Lance Palmer, Alexander Almeida, um, you know, the uh, the list goes on, but uh, and part of you know part of me and this is where sometimes it's tough because me as the executive as the president and matchmaker, um, I don't want to lose my guys, but me as the uh, fighter competitive side, I want to see them fight everyone and anyone, uh, just like I did in my career. I, I fought who's who in K1, so um, and that in itself, you know, so it's kind of tough, I'm kind of torn a little bit, but at the same time, I understand, you know, both views and, and why I feel the way I feel. Sure, that, that's got to be something. You know, I was going to ask you that, and, and, you know, you brought up just something recently, your fights, which we'll get into a little later in the interview. Like, how, What is the, the process that a fighter um, would get in touch with an organization like yourself? What do you, what do you um, look for in a fighter? Well, I mean, a uh, perfect example is probably uh, Justin Gagey because I was the one that signed Justin Gagey. And uh, his team, um, his coach at the time, 
uh, reached out to me and said, hey, listen, this kid is uh, 4-0. and He's an All-American. Um, you know, he's uh, a guy that likes uh, – he's a very good wrestler, but he likes to, you know, stand and bang. And so um, I looked at some footage. He uh, fought one more fight. Again, he won another one, you know, by knockout. So I signed him. And so I look at – obviously, I look at the, the guy's um, – his will – his hunger, his desires uh, as a fighter. That and, and so when I, I saw all that, um, uh, his willingness to be champion, I saw all those qualities in, in Justin Gagey. And so, um, and to this day, that kid is still, um, I mean, he's a man. <laughs> right, sure. Um, but he's, he's, he's still undefeated as, a, as a, a fighter. I mean, he was, he's undefeated as an amateur. He wasn't undefeated as an amateur. He's undefeated as a pro, and he's a, he's the worst of the fighting lightweight world champion. Um, and every time that guy steps in the cage, he's entertaining. He's uh, you never want to miss any of Justin Gage's fights because he's that kind of fighter. He will always come to fight. Um, and, and the show, you know, it's funny because when you look at it, it is a show business, but at the same time, you know, the show business of of fighting is a little bit different than the show business of you know, the shows that we have in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But Justin Gage, he's that guy. You know, he's that guy that every time you watch him, you just want to watch him again and again and again and again. You know what I mean? And so um, those are kind of the qualities that I'm looking for. Because here's the thing. You can have a guy, and I've come across, you know, a, a few uh, guys uh, uh, I've seen trained and a few people uh, and that I've uh, trained with that, they might have all the skills, uh, but they don't have that um, that will to and the want to win, uh, or the you know, lack of a better word, the kahunas to actually stand in there and and fight. You know what I mean? And so, um, listen, you can you can teach anybody any you know all the skills, but you can't teach anybody to have. Uh, a heart that just wants to uh, sit in there, get in there, and mix it up. You know what I mean? And so when you get a fighter like Justin Gagey, uh, Marlon Moraes, Igor Ivanov, all our champions, uh, Alexander Almeida, I mean, it's those are the kind of guys that you want, and it's great because those are the guys that fit that bar and that example for the young guys to, to reach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me a story about a guy that was training at your gym because you train out of Extreme Couture in Las Vegas. And, That's right. And you were training with a guy one time, and he was, I think, training for a fight, and you said to me he quit. And you were like, I'm right. not training you anymore. And he made him, like, beg you and promise you that he'll never quit again. And you said that was, right. I, I think, a turnaround point in that fighter's career or, the, I guess, in his development. Right, uh, because you know, again, I'm, I'm, I, um, I love my guys that I, I work with, and you know, they're they're family to me. And so, um, once I put my time and effort into someone like that, um, I want the best for them. And when they quit on themselves, they're quitting on me as well. And so, my thing is, is it's really simple. This sport that we're in, whether it's boxing, kickboxing, or MMA. Um, it's there's no easy way out or easy way in. There's no easy way around training. It's uh, all hard work and will. And if you're not willing to do that, 
And if you're going to quit, you know, halfway through camp, then fighting food is not for you. You know what I mean? And um, when we had that talk, um, he completely understood and really, really put work, you know, uh, his first, his, uh, his best effort into training camp. Um, and the result was the first round, a minute and a half knockout in the first round. So, you know, again, you know, hard work uh, pays off. How would a young fighter, because I remember we're here in New York, uh, heard nationally, but how would a fighter, an up-and-coming fighter who thinks he has what it takes that wants to break into the big leagues, how would they contact you? Well, they, yeah, they can uh, either contact me through uh, our website, WSOF.com, or Twitter, which is at Sugar Ray Seffel. Uh My Instagram is the same, at Sugar Ray Seffel, or um, Facebook. So, you know, I'm, easy, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. All right, you heard that, all you young fighters, man. Isn't <laughs> Put your submissions in now. Now, you got two fight cards coming up, and one is right around the corner, July 30th. Um, what can we expect to see on these cards? you got one on September 2nd, one on July 30th. What are we looking forward to? Um, well, the, this card is a very exciting card. Um, you know, obviously for us, it's, it's, we, we uh, always want to put on the best cards we can and um, and give the fans what they want to see, you know, and um, Marlon Moraes is, is uh, uh, defending his title against George Hill, which is a rematch. And, um, you know, Marlon has pretty much has beaten everybody that we've put in front of him. Mm-hmm. The difference in this fight is that both Marlon and, and uh, Josh have both obviously um, have grown as fighters, um, but also it's a fight where I think it was the closest fight that Marlon's ever fought. Um, his last fight, he walked in there and destroyed the guy in the fourth location in the first round. So, Josh Hill is not going to be that guy. Josh Hill is the first guy to actually ever uh, hurt Marlon. Um, broke his nose in that first round. Um, but, you know, the fight was going back and forth. But credit to Marlon, I mean, he stayed focused, he stayed um, uh, on the target. And um, <laughs> in the process of that first round, uh, straighten his nose back. So, you know, it just goes to show his toughness and his willingness and his will to want to wanna win. And so, um, you know, Josh has the only loss that Josh has on his record is, is against uh, Marlon Marais. So he's been wanting this rematch for a while now, he, you know, and since that fight, is, he's gone 4-0. and And so um, the rematch was, was destined to happen. And um, and then uh, the co-main event is the rematch against uh, another rematch, and then another fight that was very also very close um, is Almeida Alexander Almeida defending his um, uh, title against Lance Palmer, and you know a, again a, another uh, exciting fight uh, because uh, Palmer thought he won that fight. A lot of people thought he won that fight. Alexander knows, you know, in his mind, he won that fight. So um, it, it, this is, you know, pretty much uh, uh, a a stamp on who really won that fight that night. So, um, again, another exciting fight. And then, uh, of course, we have the, the brothers who are fighting each other, um, which is first time ever, but it's, it's really... Uh, 
interesting because um, if I was to put myself in those shoes, there's nothing that would make me fight my brother, my brother on national television. <laughs> and so, um, uh, every, you know, the fans really have uh, a treat in, in that fight because there's no love lost there. And it's funny because I just came from downstairs in the lobby uh -huh. and there was talk of uh, them doing something together. And uh, uh, Phoenix, been, uh, you know, um, is like, no, I'm, I, I don't want to see that guy, this and this and this and that. So, you know, there's no love lost there. There's definitely uh, some animosity, but uh, I'm hoping that um, by the time this fight is over, uh, that they will shake hands, hug, and say, hey, listen, you know, we're brothers. Uh, we love each other, and um, let bygones be bygones, and then, you know, be friends from there on in. Oh, my God. Um, Ray, that is the most unique so situation. It, I, you know. it really is. It, uh, I mean, you know, we've heard... I remember uh, at one point that uh, Ken Shamrock was going to fight uh, his, his brother, uh, Frank Shamrock, but there's a lot of, um, you know, talks going back and forth, but that never, ever happened. And um, so uh, when, they, when these two found out that we were coming to Everett, um, Seattle, and it's in their backyard, they, they called me and said, uh, we, we would like to fight each other uh, in front of our friends and family. Um, of course, I was taken back a little bit because um, although it had been talked about before, I didn't think it would be uh, it would ever happen. Um, but then when they were calling me saying, "No, we want this to happen," uh, I was like, "Are you guys, you know, are you sure this is something that you guys want to do?" So um, uh, who am I to stop that? But at the same time, you know, um, like I said, I hope that. Uh, the outcome, regardless of who wins, uh, that they would shake hands and um, and let the bygones be bygones. What is and of the... course, our, our, you know, uh, opening our TV portion is a young talent and um, uh, well, Lewis Taylor's been around um, and he's, he'd be taking on a young talent uh, by the name of Phil Haas, which, you know, a lot of the media's been talking about. Uh, he had pretty much trained with John Jones and I had his own against John Jones, and uh, John Jones was helping him a lot. And, you know, so um, his last fight, he finished the guy in the first round. Was it the first round or second round? But he finished the guy early, and I wanted to be on this card. So, you know, again, another ex exciting talent, and I think uh, we're in for a great night of fights as well as our undercard, which, um, uh, which is a great undercard. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at it, you know, I, I've been looking at it on the website, and I'm like, this is really interesting. Do you feel the fans, like, you're telling these great stories, and now it makes me want to watch, you know, the event more and more. It, it, correct me, it's still on NBC Sports, correct? That is correct, uh, NBC Sports, and, and, the, and it is live, yes. Okay, that's great. And are the fans getting more into the personality of the fighters? Because we know that's what creates stars. It's not only what they do inside of the ring, but it's also their backstory as well. Do you notice that people are well, learning more about your fighters? Right. It, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny because um, earlier today I was in the supermarket and uh, I could feel this, uh, you know, a couple of people following us around and, and then <laughs> this gentleman... Uh, finally walked up and said, excuse me, you're Ray Seffo, right? And I'm like, yes. And he goes, oh, man, it's good to have you guys here. And he started naming off, you know, some of the fighters. And so uh, 
you know, obviously it makes me very proud to know that our fighters are getting out there and people are paying attention. Uh, that's that's great. That's great, uh, Ray. And I'm really glad to hear that everything's going great. So any fans out there, watch the fight this Saturday night, NBC Sports. What time is it going to be on? It's um, 11 on East uh, Eastern time and uh, 8 Pacific time. All right. So if you don't catch it live, set your DVRs, man. <laughs> right. right. Now, now, who is also uh, involved with the organization? Is my uh, How's things going with my ex-partner in crime, Joey Varner, man? I'm glad every time I see your face and his face on television, I always, uh, I always get a smile on my face looking at you. Yeah, I know, and I know why you smile because you, you look, you go, "Why is Joey Byron next to a handsome guy like Ray?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Ray. <laughs> um, no, no, he's great. Uh, you know, he's good. Uh, I believe he's, you know, he's got a couple of other projects um, outside of World Series, um, but no, he's, he's going to be here for this show. So, you know, he, you know, Joey, he's always fun to have around. Oh, yeah. I miss working with Joey, and I miss Joey in general. I miss both of you a lot, you know, in general. Likewise, bro. Yeah. yeah. And, and is Chael Sonnen still involved with the organization? I know you've had Ross Boss Rutten involved. There's been a couple of announcers. Um, is right. it like a rotating door of people, you know, the invitation? What's going on there? Yes, uh, Chael, that's uh, still um, involved with us and um, as well as Bart. Um which is, you know, uh, I couldn't be any happier. It's so so good to have, you know, two not only elite but also guys that has fought, you know, the best of the best in the in the sport. So um, there's nothing better than having guys call uh, the action play by play uh, with so much uh, knowledge to uh, add and, and to inform the you know the, the the viewers of how great our sport is. Uh, you know, for anybody, and I, I don't have to tell any fight fan out there, between, and I've watched it, between you, Chael Sonnen, who's a, a phenomenal analyst and a phenomenal media personality on television, combined with Joey, and Joey Varner, and Boss Rutten, it's, it's like, in my opinion, as a fight fan, it's a dream team to sit and watch you guys break down a fight. Thank you, brother. That means a lot. Um, you know, again, for us, it's, uh, I mean, I'm very, uh, I thank the good Lord every day because I'm very blessed to do what I, I'm doing. And I, I love, um, you know, this is what I do. I I, I, I sleep, eat, drink, live uh, versus fighting. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. And I, I know you have a lot of passion about it, Ray, and you're a good man, my friend. You know, I have another question for you. I know that you fought uh, Mark Hunt in the past, and recently he just had right. a controversial fight uh, going up against Brock Lesnar. Lesnar gets popped for some PEDs. Uh, do you think enough has been done on the side of the UFC regarding this situation? I know that Hunt wants a nice portion of the purse. What are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I um, I want her, you know, everything he... Everything that he voiced, I think, um, uh, is warranted. But I also think that there's a way to also get that message through without having to, um, like, I'm sure that if he had gone and made that phone call to Dana White or Lorenzo or somebody um, and had that conversation, I'm sure things would be uh, handled um, better, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, or looked into. 
Um, but uh, again, I I don't know um, enough about the whole. You know, I've seen some interviews. I saw I I, I heard the interview where Mark completely goes off, and I, and I and of course, absolutely uh, understand why. Um, but at the same time, you know, from uh, an executive side of things, there, there's, a, there's certain ways that you can, you know, you can do that um, and and talk to the, to the UFC and the team and you know see what could be done because everything that he did say was warranted and uh, right for so he should be upset. Um, in saying that, um, you know, nobody has the UFC doesn't have control of what people put in their bodies and, you know, what these fighters do. Uh, someone like, well, let's say Brock, for example. Uh, the UFC doesn't have that control. Uh, by the time the, the results come back, um, and I don't know, again, I you know, I don't have too much information to comment too much on it, but by the time, from what I understand, by the time that information, then uh, the results came back, it was after the fact. And so, um, you know, again, I understand why Mark was upset because, he fought uh, three guys back to back that all came back positive after the fact. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, um, I feel for Mark. At the same time, I think there is a, uh, a, also a better way to handle uh, those kind of issues. Right, right. Point taken, man. Do you think it's it's kind of a a growing? I wouldn't want to say epidemic, but it is kind of becoming an epidemic. Uh, with the PEDs in the in the industry, uh, do, what do you think the reason is for that, uh, Ray? Do you think it's it's an, a misunderstanding? Or you, you think it's a conscious thing that they know, or that maybe there is some things that are slipping by that the fighters are unaware of? Or you don't you don't you're not buying that? Um, no, you know it's really simple. Um, when when the UFC bought in USADA, it's really simple. Um, if, and, I put, and I'll put myself in a situation like this. Um, and I'm not going to name this, you know, this fighter, but when I fought this fighter, this certain fighter, uh, everybody looked at me and said, oh, this guy's got to be on the juice. And I, my, my comeback to that was, I don't care what you do. I hit you on your chin, you're going to go to sleep. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, now, saying that, um, when you... Uh, uh, in this industry, in the U.S., um, and there's a you know there's the the ethics commission as well as USADA that's being hired by the UFC. So then you understand, you know where you're at. You understand that whatever you put in your body, and USADA turns up at four o'clock in the morning and knock on your door, um, and there's a test. You better know so. Before you start camp and before you uh, look, you know, make sure that whatever you're putting in your body, take it to your side and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm looking to do. Uh, can you guys test it or is it okay? If they say okay and then later comes back and that is in there, well, then that's your side's fault, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really simple. Take it to the people that are supposed to be testing you um, or going to come and test you. Well, take it to them and let them look at it, and if they say it's good, then you should be good to go. Do you know fighters currently that are doing that, and are fighters in your organization, is that a protocol they're following? 
Um, well, we don't have USADA, uh, so, uh, the, but I do know that uh, some of the fighters that I have talked to say that they, you know, they, they take it to uh, certain specialists and, and they haven't looked at it and um, what sort of ingredients are. So um, it, I've had the occasional, con- you know, conversation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, again, you know, we do uh, whatever, whatever commission that we go to, there's random testing that's done. Uh, throughout every show. Right. We're on the line right now with World Series of Fighting President Ray Seffo. Ray, you're uh, one of the few presidents, I think, of any organization who has actually fought in his own organization. Uh, How many fights are you up to at this point? I'm at 101. Oh, my God. So you you hit a hundred and one since since we I've seen you, that's a that's right. that's amazing. I mean, take us through your your last few fights. What do you do? You have a hundred and two in you? Are you? I mean, for anybody listening I to, have, I have a hundred and ten in me. Yeah. I train every day. I remember um, you're telling me this. I think it's amazing. I'm I'm forty eight. You're forty five years old. You're still right. out there rocking and banging. That's it's incredible. I love it, brother. Like I said, um, you know, I love, eat, sleep, breathe, uh, mixed martial arts. Um, I train every day. I spar the guys, uh, MMA sparring, kickboxing sparring, um, you name it. Um, you know, I just, I, this is my life. Um, I, I feel complete. If I, if I stop training, I probably would probably end up getting sick and, you know, and passing away. Uh, I hate to kind of go that route, but, um, <laughs> You know, training is what gets me uh, going, what gets me uh, motivated, what gets me, you know, uh, in the right frame of mind to make certain decisions, whether it's to do with uh, the, you know, the company or to do with life or to do with training. So uh, it's just it's just part of my life. You know, I've been, um, I had my first boxing gloves when I was five years old uh, that was handed to me by my dad. So... Martial arts has been my life. Yeah, that's great. I remember being in Vegas with you at the headquarters there for World Series of Fighting. Do you remember we used to joke around? I used to hold the pads and used to give me the back kick. And I used to, right. <laughs> I used to come up off the ground. I'd be like, oh, my. And I had these big pads on. I'm like, this guy still has the power, man. And it's, like I said, that's a testament, Ray. Uh, I'm so glad. Because for a lot of people that don't understand, you know, when you started World Series of Fighting, I know that one of your intentions was, you know, not only to look at it as a business, but you wanted to look at it as something that you were a fighter yourself. You understood uh, being a fighter, and you wanted to treat the fighters well. And that was a big concern of yours when you first put the organization together. Speaking of which, what is your feel on fighter pay in mixed martial arts as of today, 2016? I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's still um, it's uh, uh, getting better and better. Um, of course, um, it still can, uh, I, you know, it's, it's. I had a conversation with, it's funny you said bring that up, because I had a conversation with uh, one other matchmaker, and um, he's like, oh, you know, I, I could get this guy for, you know, 500 and 500. I'm like, what? You know, I'm like... Uh, in 2016, you're telling me this? I'm like, no, absolutely not. You know, we're not paying fighters 500 to 500 because 
regardless whether you're having your first fight or your 30th fight, you're still training. You're still putting in a training camp. You're still, you know, uh, doing, taking, uh, all, making all the sacrifices that is to prepare for a fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so in, in, in answer to your question, uh, yeah, it's getting better, I think, um, as the time goes on. Uh, but can it continue to get better? Yes, absolutely. That's just, I think it's just time. Yeah, I know that was a big concern, you know, when we used to speak about it a long time ago, that, uh, you know, you were really concerned about the fighters, and I felt that was generally heartfelt, and that was something that I, uh, I you know, I, I commend you on. Um, Thank you, Ed. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, also, <laughs> a little bit off the beaten path, I remember you telling me that you had a movie production company a while ago. Is, is uh, yeah. there anything yeah. still happening with that? Are you in the the, uh, the film game? Uh, yeah. Um, there's still a couple of things that, uh, you know, it's uh, one of my partners, Mike Ikeda, has been, you know, obviously working very hard. Uh, and what I love about that guy, he's just... Uh, you know, he's a go-getter. He continues. There's, there's no, um, there's no end to that guy because you know when he hits he, when he hits a brick wall here, he'll find whatever way to get over that wall or climb it or go through it or go around it. One way or the other, he's going to do that, and he continues to surprise me because uh, we're in you know obviously still moving forward with with a few film projects and um, in production. And, uh, you know, funny, funny enough, one of my, my uh, good friends and uh, I consider a brother, uh, his movie just got released. Uh, um, when I say his movie, he's one of the producers in this movie called uh, Operation Chromite, which starred um, a couple of Korean um, uh, megastar, you know, movie stars, as well as uh, Liam Neeson. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah, so and I believe that actually opens here in here in the U.S. Uh, in August. That's awesome. Are you still as close with Mickey Rock as you were at one time? Because I know that he was your boy. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we we occasionally talk here and there. As a matter of fact, I think I just texted him last week because I was in L.A. Uh, but uh, you know, to see if he was there. But he was actually in New York, so uh, we we kind of missed each other there. Um, but, you know, we, we talk from time to time. Yeah, and for anybody listening, you know, I know that Mickey Ruck was not only, you were a, a fan of his, but he was a huge fan of yours. People don't understand, <laughs> you're like a superstar in Japan, man. You can't even, like, walk there. I mean, you get off the plane, it's like the Beatles landed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, again, like I said, you know, uh, I thank the good Lord every day because uh, I'm able to to do the things that I love to do. And, uh uh, obviously, uh, to be blessed with enough intelligence to understand where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, decisions that I was making, those kind of things. You know, um, uh, I don't know. I just, I mean, you know, I've been blessed, and I think common sense plays a lot of part in uh, in anything that we do. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think the good Lord every day. Well, my man, uh, I want to thank you, uh, really, Ray, for joining me here on Shark Fights and wish you all the best, and I urge all the fans this Saturday night, uh, check your local listings, World Series of Fighting 32 on NBC Sports. 
Ray, thanks so much. And I want to have you back on again, talk about upcoming fight cards, get your thoughts on everything going on in the world of mixed martial arts, and because this show is not only MMA, it's entertainment as well. So thanks so much, and I look forward to talking to you real soon. Good luck this Saturday. Thanks, thanks but I appreciate it, and it was great catching up with you, and uh, we'll talk again soon. You're all right, Ray. Be well, my man. Take care. This is Shark Fights on 94.3theshark.com with Billy Mira. 